up, guys? It's the 10th wonder of the world, Jay Smith. I signed up for HLA, but they said no for some reason. My name's Joey Mayberry. <laughs> Doesn't HLA sound like it could be like a car insurance situation? Like, <laughs> I thought it was the Hockey League of America, and I was very <laughs> just surprised. Oh, my God. Well, Joey, guess what? I have some news. What's the news? We're not alone. <laughs> so um, we have a very, very, very special guest, guys. We are so excited about this. So Joey and I decided to give you guys a break. You know, like some, you guys are probably annoyed hearing just our annoying voices every week. So we wanted to loosen it up and have sane people on here somewhat. Um, so, <laughs> so we have our very first guest on the Golden Era podcast on pay-per-views. We're going to have a different person each time. So get excited. Um, they are a full-time buzzy bopper. They are the iconic, the talented, the best musician ever. Ladies and gentlemen, right now. Woo. Hi. Oh my yes. God. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God. I'm so stoked. I listen okay. to the podcast all the time. So this is like my dream come true. Oh my God, babe. Oh, this is our dream come true. First of all, I'm so excited because like Rekno and I have been following each other on social, but never like interacted like on a voice situation. And I'm really excited about this. <laughs> I know, same. I knew it would happen eventually, especially once me and Joey connected. Yeah. I was like, it will happen. I know it will. Yeah. So I'm mm -hmm. very thankful. Can we just also though, to what brought us all together here today? Stacy Keebler. So, so Joey texted me a picture of a Stacy Keebler and Dudley's magazine, and was like, "Rekna said you could have this. He could, he could be on the podcast." And I was like, "Um, they can come on whenever they want." Like, I was like, "I don't need the magazine," but Rekna's here, and I'm still getting the magazine, which is amazing because then I will cherish it forever. <laughs> so we love. We. I was like, maybe I'll just start a little gay barter system. I was like, maybe if I just like hand over a magazine, I can have my little moment to. <laughs> Use some, use some nonsense. Come well, on, any... gay barter system. That is my new <laughs> favorite thing. You know what? Actually, that's what I'm going to do. If any of you have any of China's gear and want to be on the podcast, send it to me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, but oh my God, I'm so excited about this. Right now, so you're a longtime women's wrestling fan as well? Huge, huge women's wrestling fan. I um, I got in around probably like like right when Ashley Massaro debuted, that was like when I saw my first episode of Raw. It was probably the second time Candice and Tori, it was when they called her Punky Brewster. Yeah. Um, okay. I, 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 that was like the first one I saw and I remember being like enchanted and um, you know, it PG era came around. I got I got the last year of Trish and Lita though. So like yes. that, that ingrained in me, like I have Trish and Lita on my walls, like they are like it for me. And um, obviously got away from it for a while, but got back into wrestling when they started treating the women well. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's it's been one of my favorite things, especially getting to connect with people like Joey, people like yourself, and then like making friends like my friend Chelsea, who's behind me. Hi. Where hey, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's just so nice because um, I guess as a as a gay person and a women's wrestling fan you don't see yourself really like represented at all in the product. And to know there's just so many of us out there, the internet is amazing for that. And I'm so thankful. Oh, well, we're so thankful for you. Um, you're one of my favorite voices in the women's wrestling community. And so excited that you're going to be here today to talk all of this excitement. Um, if you guys don't know, um, this is actually not an interview with Rekna Podcast. It's actually the podcast where we talk about women's wrestling it's from two thousand on. It's no, not not right now. Although I'm sure if you guys have listened to the show ever, 
we get sidetracked a lot. So <laughs> I love a good sidetracking. Yes. All right. Okay. Well, let's get into it. Um, this week we're talking the week of September 16th, 2002 in the WWE women's division. So first up, there's a group of people protesting outside the arena. <laughs> I wonder what group they are. I wonder if it's IOW. IOW. I think my favorite part is like that their protesting wasn't even creative chance. It was just them saying the name of the group over and over again. IOW. 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 Which, you know, a man wrote this. <laughs> Absolutely. Without a doubt, a man wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm like listening and I'm like, who is W and what do they owe them? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I was thinking that. And then I just see a bunch of girl power signs and I'm like, is this like a Spice Girl support group? Like, is that what we're doing? <laughs> if so, I would like to join, please. <laughs> if you leave through, you actually may see some of them dressed as like, you know, like a homemade Spice Girls costume, but not very creative. Like, I went to JCPenney and this is the closest thing I could find to Posh. So, like, <laughs> I'm Baby Gap Spice. <laughs> <laughs> all right so the iow girls are outside um but inside terry is there she's interviewing booker t he will be facing test um tonight and uh joey what is what does booker think about this <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know you were gonna toss it to me because i can't handle any of these terry interview edits that you do where they just say one line it's like okay bye it's <laughs> just like ever since I was a little book. Booker, you know, coming up next, you're going to go one on one with your former tag team partner, Test. How are you feeling about that? You know, ever since I was a little book. So, and then cut. Because <laughs> I don't need to hear from the men. They're on the whole show. So, <laughs> period. I just, okay, when he said little book, though, the first thing that popped into my head, do you remember, like, the little golden books that oh, we used yeah. to as kids? I was like, yeah. oh, he's the three bears. Okay, Tracy Jordan, <laughs> I see it. Do you remember, there was, like, one, um, like, book like that where they had paper doll nightmares or something like that. Like, the little girl bear was having a nightmare about paper dolls. It's the only That's one I remember. Horrifying. Like, That's, I like, a Black it. Mirror little golden that book. That is Black Mirror. <laughs> oh, the Black Mirror should do one about paper dolls. No, I don't. I don't watch it. I'm just gonna play with my figures. Marlena fight Sasha. It's, <laughs> I was just like when I was reading through. At first, I was like scroll of uh, streaming through the episode on Peacock to kind of like I was waiting for Trisha's go home moment before mm -hmm. you know she wins this title again. Um, but instead, I got hardcore pillow fight legend uh, Terry Runnels. So I was like, at least <laughs> someone was represented on this raw that, you know, <laughs> the, the women's division is scarce on this episode of raw. Like they're in hiding. Molly's been in hiding for like three weeks. Like and this is her champ. This is her first championship yeah. reign. And they're like, all right, Molly, we're going to, she, I'm hoping that they were probably on like heat and stuff for, for like the opening matches, but we wouldn't know. So no. <laughs> we wouldn't. No, but can we load up heat? I mean, Molly's title, right? We'll talk about it a little bit more in Unforgiven, mm -hmm. but like they they just didn't give her anything really besides, oh, you're the antithesis of Trish. And that's right, right. That yeah. and men want to sleep with you. So <laughs> where is Christopher Nowinski? What happened oh, I, to him? I think he broke his tailbone. Um in the when we went through the table, I think he was like out for a little bit. Oh, okay. Poor yeah. Christopher Nowinski right. never got Molly's hymen. Mm-mm. Mm -mm. Not gonna get it. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, okay, so so security um, is in the back now with the IOW, and the leader comes over, and he's like, you guys can't come in. She's like, I'll handle this. And by handling it, she means do absolutely nothing except stay in the same spot and say, we're going to protest here. I'll take care of this. Fine. If you won't let us in, we'll protest right here. Yeah. Like, I was like, this, no, you didn't solve the problem. Like, you're not going to get it. Get her ground. <laughs> Like, but I mean, you managed to make it into the arena at least. That's impressive with a protest. I mean, protest. that's that's. I mean, I without a ticket too. So like, and backstage, <laughs> like security's tight. Like they don't even let you bring in a bag. So, like, <laughs> so fun fact though. Like, so if you guys do want to bring in a bag, though, pro tip. Um, so what I do is I don't love a clear plastic baggie. I usually bring my like Nikki Bella drawstring bag in, but what I do is if I'm wearing a jacket, just roll it up, put it in my pocket, and then I empty my pockets into said bag once I get in, or mm. I put it in my pants. <laughs> yeah, I did a strong, I did a strong in my pants moment at the Monday Night Raw we just went to, where I was like, "All right, I realized most most events I'm at, I can bring my little baggie with me." So mm -hmm. I was like, "You know what? If anything, she can get this little." Capri Sun of tequila inside, and that's what matters. <laughs> the scariest moment I ever had sneaking something in. So I went to see the Spice Girls reunion tour in like 2007, and I wasn't 21 yet. But like my cousins like brought like a bottle, a water bottle of like vodka, and she's mm -hmm. like, "I right, will sneak this in." I was like, right, "I'll put it in my pants." So it was like me and my cousin, my friend Carolyn, both my parents, and my little brother, and like we're like taking shots out of it, and we're like chasing it with Pepsi. And my dad like turns over to us and he's like, oh guys, can I have a sip of, and it was like the longest gap between awards. I was like, oh, Pepsi. I was like, oh my God, I thought he was going to say water. And I was going to be like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and my mom's like, like it smells like alcohol. And my cousin's like, there's people in front of us. Woo! Like, <laughs> I'll like, tell you what. So, I mean, so. the only correct response to that is sure, dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like well, my dad like crazy italian would like go off in the middle of like the prudential center <laughs> yes give me that that was probably better than what was going on <laughs> it was but not better than this terry interviewing rick flair segment um she asks if she can get his thoughts and he replies with you want to ask if you can get my thoughts can i get your thoughts on the last week earlier can you get my thoughts <laughs> She already did, Rick. Like, she girl, already did. Are you awake? <laughs> Let it be known this is the era where, like, Triple H has said Ric Flair was just like Ric Flair on autopilot. So when I see Ric Flair in this era, I'm just like, you know, the music's playing and he's out there in the robe. But, girl, is he giving? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's just put a question mark at the end of it. So I was like, woo. Woo. <laughs> It's like his action figure scan at like full times at this point where the mouth's just like open like <laughs> I've got that one. <laughs> yeah. It's like what's happening? So um, <laughs> um all right. So coach is in the back. He has found the IOW and he is with their spokesperson, Rebecca. Um and he's like, Rebecca, what um are you guys looking to do? Well, the IOW is the International Organization of Women, and we are here to protest the treatment of women. But we at the International Organization for Women have noticed an alarming trend. The treatment of women on Raw has been deplorable. 
I mean, rightfully so. Yeah, the protest the treatment of women. Protest yes. the treatment of women. We're here to see Mr. Bischoff. I mean, Eric Bischoff has done some pretty, I mean, I was going to say horrible, but he's pretty much decimated women for the past oh three God. weeks with three-minute warning. You know, looking back on it now, though, it has been kind of like a slow build with his leading up to this whole like Stephanie thing I feel like because I was like oh you know what he did like a few weeks ago be like no one cares about women's wrestling and like week by week he's like adding little jabs in there that are like okay well no one cares about this you're gonna wrestle on this like you know so he's he's doing a heel thing yeah it like (laughs) it's adding to the story with what you know like the payoff Mm -hmm. was for her in that moment even on this show it was like I felt like I was like, okay, this is why he's being such a dick. But like, right. it was, it's still in a 2022 versus 2002 lens. You're like, me and Chelsea were just on the couch, like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so cringe. A lot of this, especially the like, this is probably the most cringe era. Although I did oh. pull a clip for it today in history today that was awful. Like a few years later, of Charlie Haas throwing up after being kissed by Rico. But <laughs> Bro, Rico, oh my God. I, can you imagine him being like, oh my God, I'm getting a call up. I'm leaving OVW. And then he just gets there like, you're gay. And <laughs> you're gay. So you're gay. You're gay. Well, I guess I better go buy some leopard print pants. Exactly. Like that's, that's what the gays do, right? So um I also love Rebecca, and I'm pretty sure she's wearing like one of those clips from like infomercials in her hair that like could also be used as a bumpet. So oh, like, yeah. the leader is Rebecca yeah. the leader. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was Rebecca. kind of here for her. I was like, but Same. then I was all the women that were on the show as it kept going, and as I realized it's like 15 minutes before the end, I'm like, oh, there's no Trish match on here. I was like, oh, they had way too many women on the screen. They probably didn't have women on the show for another three weeks after this. (laughs) (laughs) We got our quota in for the month. (laughs) Can we just do a screenshot of this and put it on the Twitter and be like, is this the diva search? (laughs) Wait, hold on. We have to do like a diva search or like post. I'm like. Where am I? I'm not a diva. I don't know. Wait, did anyone actually screenshot that? Did anyone? Act- oh, I think we're all just like. Oh, we all had our hands. Wait, hold on. Wait, let me wait. I can do it. Wait. Hold on, I'm freezing. I got it. I'm like, I might look constipated in that picture, but don't mind me. But leave it I on I am here. constipated. <laughs> Well, who is also constipated as security who keeps running out of the room trying to poop, but keeps coming back to give zero information. Just so the ladies get to go into a leather couch room. Um, and, and like, don't they like, it, like they, they, they're coming in like, you know, like they just played like an exhausted sports game. Or they're like, man. And they've been protesting all day. Yeah, you that's know? true. Walking that's in circles true. all day. I'm just picturing a bunch of protesters like in a line after a little league game. Like, good, game good game. Good game. Good game. They're like hitting their signs. Good game. Good game. <laughs> the security guards' lines were just like slow. They were delivered just slow enough where I was like, that was probably that dude's favorite night of his life. He just got randomly picked out of that arena to do that. Like, <laughs> Mr. Bischoff, we'll see you now. Yeah. <laughs> but. In the ring. Oh, wait. And I love when he says, Mr. Bischoff, I'll see you. Rebecca, the icon, is like, 
That's fabulous. Um, Mr. Bischoff will be with you as soon as he's available. That's fabulous. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we now we know where Carmella's gimmick came from. So. Exactly. Rebecca Does this Crawl. make Rebecca the IOW champion? <laughs> Without a doubt, still and still. So, um, the so security um, is like, yeah, you can come out. So Eric Bischoff is in the ring, and um, he's you know he's just given some bullshit speech. He's like, I'm a man who believes in equality. <laughs> I believe that women are just as smart and just as powerful as men. <laughs> the whole gut laugh after every time he like says something good about women. <laughs> just like, like, okay. <laughs> we get it. You're a heel. <laughs> so, um, He's like, you know, he's going to give IOW the chance to spread, to speak their mind. So the IOW comes out to no music. Um, no if music. they would have given them the HLA music, I would have died. No, you, oh, wait, hold on. No, 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 no. I wish it just would have been Alicia Fox's party. Just like, What personally love um joey's new discovery for them to come out to okay that's enough of that oh wait okay is it <laughs> all right so iow comes out the crowd is booing them because gross um. <laughs> Literally, that was one of those moments. I'm like, imagine women walking to the ring today for like women's equality and the crowd being like, boo, fuck you. <laughs> I, it was very much like, wow, we really were in a different time period. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we just had a whole monologue where he laughed about women's rights. So, like, right. yeah. So, Rebecca grabs the mic. Um, and she's, oh, this poor thing. It broke my heart a little bit. So I was like, oh, I think she's a little nervous. She's like, Mr. Bishop, <laughs> Mr. Bishop, <laughs> like, like, just like her teeth are like coming out of her mouth. She's like, <laughs> like getting nervous. We exist to represent women. Um, we exist to preserve the fair and equal rights for women in entertainment. So, um, she's like, we represent the International Organization of Women. The International Organization of Women and mm. females on your screens need better treatment. You've been having us compete in prime panties matches. And the crowd matches. Oh, the crowd is just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mud love matches. <laughs> There's one my favorite part though is like when they say they were from the International Organization of Women, you could hear one woman like all the way back in like section 322, like <laughs> there was one girl there in the crowd. The girl. She's the chaperone for her kids that night. So, so, um, so anyway, so she's like, you know, you last week you exploited two lesbians by having the lesbians perform a sexual act. Okay, it was not a sexual act. Also, like it was, it was very, very boring foreplay. Yeah. 
<laughs> I want Tanya. <laughs> so um, Bishop says, oh, I don't know how I didn't see it. I'm surrounded by a horde of lesbians. I'm surrounded by a horde of lesbians. Um, ladies, get it on. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like, And the crowd was know. living for it. Crowd yeah. was like, that's all those lesbians I knew they were. Yeah. Like, I like, love that he specifically used the word horde. A horde. <laughs> a horde, of a horde of lesbians. <laughs> um, and, um, then, then he's like, you know what, ladies, ladies, this is, I know you're all about your 15 minutes of fame, but uh, I think it's ladies, it might be more like, and then, oh! As a matter of fact, oh, ladies. Oh, hey! <laughs> he doesn't get to finish because one of these hordes of lesbianers like, comes out and kicks him in the balls. <laughs> yes! Based on the wig, I just assumed it was Sia. i'm gonna scream (laughs) so can i tell you i've like seen i remembered it once i saw her kick to his groin like i was like oh i know what this is i remember this segment but it like i was literally like where does this go like this is just so bad (laughs) and then when stephanie we actually popped like we were like oh my god yeah like someone is gonna kick him in the nuts and this is gonna be worth it it was great to see her have that moment honestly (laughs) At first, I thought it was Samantha Miles from Undercover Boss. Oh my God, same. <laughs> said, yes. and, oh my God, I got thrown on the ground. <laughs> oh my God, you're a photograph- photographer? Said, I can't oh do God. all that. This looks dangerous, Jake Atlas. So- oh my God, when she starts removing that nose on that show, I'm like, oh God, it, it's... It looks like her too, though. Yeah, I was like, I was like, like, okay, now we know where the costume came from. The, like, my <laughs> thing is, I'm wondering. I'm like, did Jake Atlas know? Oh, oh yeah. I'm I, like, you had all... to have known. Like, if you're a huge WWE fan, and like, I don't know, it looked like Stephanie to me. Yeah, like also, <laughs> like if I was him, I'd be like, why are you doing like a bad Deborah impersonation? Like, <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> but I've had a lot of practice. So you left the cookies though. <laughs> <laughs> so. So um, she rips off the wig and the Party City wig and the glasses go flying. And it is Stephanie McMahon who kicked him in the balls. Wig reveal. And she, she goes like, what was that, Eric? You have three minutes. What was that, Eric? What was that you were going to say? What's you have one, three minutes. Um, and Billy and Chuck run out, still bleached blonde. Um, and she's like directing traffic. Go, Billy, go! <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. After the whole Billy and Chuck gay angle, I guess crumbled, and they switched to I've got the bleach blonde hair and the jeans and the tight white beaters. I was like, I'm kind of for it. Uh, I, uh, I mean, her I screaming, mean her screaming, "Go, Billy, go!" is whenever they put his daddylicious booty on AEW. I'm like front row, just like. Yeah. Go, Billy, go! <laughs> like he is a he is aged like fine wine. I will say that he does mm-hmm. look he's so tall too. He's like, so tall, ripped. His sons are handsome. Yeah. yeah, no, good jeans. I would like to see what Chuck Palumbo looks like now. I like Chuck. I, when they, too. I think they went well for me when they put him on the motorcycle and he had the long hair. I was mm-hmm. not. Um, mm-hmm. I, the long hair ruined Chuck Palumbo. For me. See, I thought it for me. What ruined it was Michelle McCool like sitting her ass on the back of that bike. Like, Come on, like. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, do not yell at Michelle. She's loving life. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so Billy and Chuck come in, and then Rosie and Jamal hit the ring, but Billy and Chuck stand tall. They take them out. That he hits a famouser. I've never seen him jump so high. Um, and then somebody's like, we gotta go! Like, <laughs> her little hop over the barricade, I was like, get it, girlfriend! Come on, track star! But she is also just grinning like it is Christmas morning. Like, come She's on! So come happy! Yeah. Oh my god, loving life, Samantha Miles. Well, and if we think about it, she was on the show with her husband that night. Oh, yeah, so you know what? she was yeah. probably so happy to just be on Raw, I'm gonna assume. yeah. That actually probably was really hard for them because back then they didn't have that, like, I know married people, they don't split up now or, like, people in relationships, they don't split up mm -hmm. either. But, like, they, like, were on totally different shows the whole mm -hmm. week. That's But also she's a McMahon, so I'm like, yeah. you are probably fine. Yeah. She <laughs> so, can afford a flight. I mean, not yeah. for anything. She was busy. She's on every fucking episode of SmackDown top to bottom. So, yeah. like, <laughs> See, so I, I didn't I didn't, I wasn't watching in 2002. So mm -hmm. I recently, like I watched the evil thing on her and was watching just like, I, I know what I know about Stephanie McMahon, right. but it recently dawned on me how much of a face she was for this era. Like she really was like the crowd loved Stephanie. Cause she was like this, you know, she was just like the opposite of, you knew she had the power right. that her dad had, but she was just like a little badass And I love this era of Stephanie. It was, mm -hmm. I loved it too. And cause it was so organic and natural. Like it, I felt like her face turn wasn't forced and it just like happened. Well, because right. they wanted like, you know, if we, we had Chris Jericho making fun of her, mm -hmm. you know, boobies, let the boobies hit the floor. We <laughs> had all that, you know, right. Like not too long before that. Mm -hmm. And then eventually they enough time off screen. It really was the perfect uh, balance for Eric Bischoff's just like God awful man heel role. That part, because it's kind of like, okay, who's the real face out of this scenario? Is it the right. woman who's doing her best or the man who laughs at women's rights and beats up lesbians? Like, exactly. I mean, for the fans, probably the man. But <laughs> at this time. Yeah, at that time, I think it was, they were probably like, well, I don't know. I think people still like Stephanie, though. Yeah, I, I love Stephanie. They're like, oh. well, she's in a suit, so we like her. What I loved about <laughs> Stephanie, too, about this time, too, she wasn't really, and we'll see it a little bit in this episode obviously but like she wasn't afraid to play into her sexuality more as this stephanie i feel like mm -hmm. like before where like she was like shamed for doing anything sexy when she was a heel like she like embraces it. like i remember when she announced the smackdown tag title she's like bent over her desk i was like, like is yeah. this the, are, you, are you thinking about the upskirt shot right now yes! because i'm literally <laughs> just like when it there's like actually a recent documentary they had where they're like discussing i think it was the ruthless aggression sex series uh. that they did they show that shot. And I was just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is provocative, but she's also like a business bitch at the same time. She so you're like, of it. Yeah. yeah, she was definitely um, owning it. Um, And speaking of owning it. So let's move over to SmackDown. Stephanie, they added all these clips of her to the intro from that. Um, She did a segment to open SmackDown, her first SmackDown. So it's all those clips from the SmackDown, SmackDown, SmackDown intro. Smackdown. That Joey loves so much. <laughs> I think Joey froze. <laughs> oh, wait. You can't <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I was like, Joey is not reacting to this. <laughs> um, they edited in all your favorite clips. Uh, for, all of uh, my favorite clips? Uh, to the SmackDown intro of Stephanie McMahon from the SmackDown, SmackDown, SmackDown. <laughs> from us. 
I'm so glad they did something with that because honestly, those promo like they did a lot of footage for that yeah. one little segment. So I'm glad they finally updated it and did something with it. Same. Um, and you know what else? I'm happy they did something with the women on SmackDown this week. Thank God. Oh, we so. were me and Chelsea. Oh no, I'll let you go. Sorry. No, you, no, go you, ahead. Babe. Well, we were just like me and Chelsea had never seen this match, like mm-hmm. the mix of Jamie Noble, Nydia, and then Ray and Tori. I just I'm just gonna start with saying we really enjoyed it. Right? So fun. can you think of a more ruthless aggression SmackDown team than Rey Mysterio and Tori Wilson? Not at all. Like, it was so perfect. God bless you. Perfect. My angel. Can I tell you how excited I was just to hear, who's that jumping out the sky? Same. Okay. Unpopular opinion. I think this is better than his current theme. Oh, 100%. Is it? Is the current one still the Booyaka? Yeah. So. Okay. Booyaka. Um, booyaka. <laughs> is, it, is it the Booyaka? Um, <laughs> no, I, have I the Booyaka I with the roast duck. Can I just have the, the one Booyah? Because I don't need the Yaka. Um, <laughs> and I think, Joey, I, for, I think we, me, you, and Chelsea all had a moment where we were like doing the old theme while you were up here. Where we were all kind of like, who's that jumping out? This guy? Or maybe it was, oh, yeah. yeah. It's like that one. I think it's the nostalgia button that it hits for me now. That I'm like, if they had him come out in that now, I would freak out. Mm-hmm. Oh, or I if they it. had Dominic do it, what they should. That'd be so good. My personal favorite line of that song is like, "You can't remove the mask. Why? Because he's kicking your ass." Because he's kicking your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. That I'm like thinking. I'm just like, yeah. That was probably one of the first like songs that I would probably like scream at my stepbrothers. Like, a- I. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, so and his partner- got me in these entrances though, with Jamie and Nydia coming out second was Cole announced them as Jamie Noble and his trampy girlfriend. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. Like- <laughs> I was talking to Hershey about that where I was like, you know what? Because she was like, if you look at her, especially in 2002, only girl on the roster or in the company with like curly hair, like naturally curly hair. So, of course, what did they think? Trailer trash. They're just immediately like, trailer trash. (laughs) They're like, like, listen, this is going to take Jan too long to straighten every week. So you're just trash. So we're not going to do this to Jan. Yeah. (laughs) I think, honestly, we did get Nydia in 2004 with some straight moments. But I will say it didn't hit the same for me. No, well, mm-hmm. you know why? Because they gave her like mom straight hair. Where, they like, gave her mom straight hair yeah. where it wasn't long. It was yeah. like just, it was like Karen mom yes. area of straight hair. It was like, hey, go for a pixie cut, but also make it a bob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she she's like the real housewife of Puerto Rico, like with the haircut they gave her. Like <laughs> I actually recently watched, I think it was Chris Van Blier's like interview with her, like a big, like just oh, catching yeah, it up. Was good. It was so good. And I was just like and ta- I've listened to other interviews over the years of like how other girls talked about Nydia and like just based off of, I mean, when it came to wrestling, I was never like, oh, like when I stand Trish and Lita, I obviously didn't have that same energy towards Nydia, but like mm-hmm. really listening to how she was backstage and how everybody just like loved her. And she seemed like this like free spirit of a person. It's just one of those things where like, even watching her today, I was like, she probably what she just is so cool to me. And yes. like one of the unsung like women in that era, for sure. We talk about that like every week, like how much she needs more flowers. Like she Absolutely. so deserves it. And like when we first got into like the Nydia era, I went back and I started watching Tough Enough One. Like she just loves wrestling and she wanted to do it. And oh, I and wish I think- Nydia got more. To come into that era, which obviously there's so much 
I mean, even the men's women's locker room, there was so much things we hear about in that era. That was just so hard to deal with. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just think like every time we saw her on TV with the Jamie Noble role, like it was, it was great. Like, mm -hmm. I think she did her job and then some, especially as yeah. a tough enough person, like, for sure. I think she was like, especially since like she was literally the first group to come in from like that yes. series and really have a spotlight on them as like these are non-wrestlers, like new people were welcoming in. She adapted quick. She took it off. She she was just had natural charisma too. Like the little subtle things. Joey and I talk about it all the time, like the gum on the ring post, like all that kind of stuff. Oh my God. I love moments. <laughs> like I she's just so good at her role. And she's she really is an unsung hero. Like, I mean, without her, I think like, you know, women like Tori would not have been as big as she was. Without a doubt. I was even even in this match, I was so happy watching this match because it felt like they knew exactly what spots to put the women in where they weren't going to like maybe have too much where it would get messed up. Mm -hmm. And then Nidia's like, she just did great selling for Tori too and made Tori look like a million bucks. So she you really know did. this was at the like beginning of Tori really getting in there and looking like a credible performer. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's making Tori look like golden, no pun, like in there. <laughs> I mean, she really did. And then coming from the wrestling point of view, like I was sitting there watching Tori like hit these moves on Nydia and it really did show like her in ring prowess because yeah. the moves Tori was throwing, she was throwing with no regard for anything. She's like, here's a neck breaker. And I'm like, oh, thank God yeah. she knew how to get it. <laughs> right. That's, that's her That's her bread and butter, mama. She says she found out about, out about that neck breaker and she ran that oh, yeah. to the ground. I loved also Nydia's suplex into like that float over pin in this match. That was beautiful. When I tell you as an op, I was not expecting women in the opening segment uh -huh. in general, especially just, I mean, we came hot off that raw. So I was right. like, oh, wait, we're getting women in the first match on SmackDown. And then when they delivered, especially because this was in the era of Tori's kind of like, at least with wrestling, her ugly duckling years of really getting the hang of it where mm -hmm. there was in the next coming months, there are a couple matches that are like, Oh, Oh shit. Like they don't, maybe they missed a couple spots and they're new. Right. But like, it was like, I don't know. I was really, I, I was like proud watching Tori. It was awesome. <laughs> she was, she was great out there. And I, and the gear was perfect too. I love an electric blue. Like, <sighs> It was so good. And I and honestly, her Reebok. Oh, the, the Reebok. I love it. I love it. Little <laughs> sneakers. She's like the original Kelly Kelly. So hey, like screw. Um, another thing I loved in this match too is I really and he doesn't get enough credit as well. I loved Jamie Noble in this match. Jamie Noble with the women, I think, is just great because a lot of his career was spent with them. Mm -hmm. And he really did his best, I think, to make them look good. Um he really did I was like just when Tori. Like when Tori kicked him off whenever yeah. he grabbed her legs, like he flew. I was like, mm -hmm. she did not kick that hard, but thank you, Jamie. <laughs> I was really into, I mean, the moment where Tori did her Bronco Buster and then he just played it up like, okay, me next. <laughs> like, it was like, it was such a moment that I was like, if I saw that at like at a show, I would just be like cackling. Obviously. Yeah. It was, he did great. I loved, oh, so the little line that Taz gave when Rey Mysterio hit the Bronco Buster, because he was saying tomatoes, and then all of a sudden he goes, oh, it's a cucumber now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Taz. Thank you, Taz. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, but a really fun match. Um, I mean, like, obviously, like, I'm, I don't really care for the men's stuff, but I love the men's stuff, even in this segment. Rey is so much fun to watch. Like, you know, like, even if you prefer the women, like, it's just like, so fun. I love the finish. Um, Absolutely. I love that he did it, and then they were just like blown away by the. Like, whoa, 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 so he was just it up. Like <laughs> my favorite 
that the the setup for him to do the six one nine was just a Tory special woman slap. Yes, one. it was just <laughs> she said pop, and then he's right in the ropes. <laughs> it wasn't quite a special slap number two, but definitely it wasn't a one. The, is the is two this kick to the gut, and then the oh. <laughs> You got to get the um, nice little head slaps going. Okay. Oh, about. see if it was Stacy in there, she would have just asked him and him into the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, but awesome mixed tag. I love a mixed tag. This was really fun. Um, and just like a definitive, like ruthless aggression sort of match. Very. So loved it. So in the back, um, Devon is mad about something again. Um, and Stephanie's mad at him because, listen, you fired Batista. So um, she wants him on SmackDown. I love his belly button tattoo. Need him here. Um, and- <laughs> <laughs> it's giving circuit gay. Let's be real. <laughs> I still give circuit gay. Oh, like- <laughs> to this day, when I have like, I have been at house shows in the last year where there is a buff circuit daddy with that same Batista spun around his, his belly button. And in my head, I go, Batista thought he was so serving with that. And, you know, he, he was, but it was he serving was, yeah. for the community he didn't realize. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just picturing some leather daddy going, yeah, I got this because I'm an Aries. <laughs> oh my God. So, 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 is tasked with like getting Batista to stay on SmackDown. Okay, whatever. So, seems like your job, Stephanie, but sure. So, you just offer him a contract. Yeah. So, um, then Paul Heyman comes in. Um, that pony. And, yeah, oh my God. Pony. The pony. I miss Paul Pony. It was like pointed. Yeah. Pointed, Mama. I was like, how does she do it? <laughs> Well, and Stephanie's like, she cuts him off in the middle of him talking. She's like, are you aware Sarah went into false labor? Are you aware that the Undertaker's wife, Sarah, went into false labor this morning? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, are you aware? Um, is she okay? Girl, she's fine. Like, I know like 30 girls have gone into false labor. Like, it's fine. Like, <laughs> I'm so surprised Undertaker hasn't got all of the Sarah moments uh, taken off of Peacock yet. I, you know, actually, like, <laughs> I was wondering that too. Like, sometimes I'm afraid to tag him in these posts when promoting. <laughs> like, I, was like, I was like, are we going to get tagged by like the hate? Like the gays community, Literally. we're like we're just gonna get a, a retweet from Michelle McCool. Like not this, <laughs> not love and life. <laughs> I'll pray for you. So, oh, God. so, um, so anyway, so Sarah, so Pauline's like, oh, is she okay? And Steph says, yes, she was released from the hospital, but Undertaker left too. He left his like wife, who apparently had a medical emergency, to get to the arena. Well, you know why? Because he had to keep rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that Joey, that is you rubbing off on me. Yeah, because like, I know I he had literally so many little jokes when he was here. And I was like, you have one for he was like, wait, what did you say about Charlie XCX? Oh, she got an STD at a circuit party. It was just like boom, clap. Oh my god, oh. I Exactly. Hate you so much. You see, I it's rubbing off. Oh, the dad, God. the dad joke, demigod. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Go ahead and clip that out. I'm going to put that on my profile. 
Oh my god. So Stephanie is out in an express red floral skirt. Um, and she says, you know, we all saw what Eric Bischoff did on SmackDown last week, but one thing he forgot, you don't screw with a McMahon. You don't screw with a McMahon. That got um, a big pop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, even on Raw, Bischoff knew I knew he'd fall for my trap. And uh, this Sunday, Rosie and Jamal will face Billy and Chuck at Unforgiven. Um, now, um, there's a stipulation proposal that we'll get an answer to in a little bit. But if Chuck and Billy win, he'll have to kiss Stephanie's ass. Ooh. Her little ass. Her he little said ass. her little ass. And I was like, in my head, I was like, Vince is quaking. Vince found dead in the back. Like, <laughs> I don't know. The whole thing in general, we, we actually had a conversation about this today. Vince obviously is Vince, so we don't, he probably doesn't get right. it. But like, it is funny watching his daughter be in like such a sexually driven moment where it's like yeah. lesbian action. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just so extra. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Like, um, <laughs> um and well, if if um Rosie and Jamal won, um, she'd have to perform HLA. I love how they say she'll have to perform. Perform HLA <laughs> like it is literally, yeah. It yeah. sounds sex like work you're is performing. Work. Yeah, yeah, sex work is work. So Stephanie says she's on for the match. Um, and then Billy and Chuck come out. Um, and they still got their music and like their blonde hair and stuff. And um, you know, they they're having fun with the fact that they used to be gay. Uh good God, <laughs> the amount of joke. gay jokes. Immediate oh. straight joke. They said, We'll get straight to the point. We just want to set the record straight. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, God, you're straight now. I get it. Uh, what did Chuck say? Chuck said one, too. I don't remember. I don't listen to. Oh, yeah. well. Oh, because it was Kurt Angle, you suck. Like, he was oh, like, yeah. you oh. suck. I will say, I was. Kurt oh, Angle's Kurt. comedic timing, mama. I was like, I've watched people talk about this in documentaries where they're just like, he picked it up so quick. And you see it in the 2000s with the Edge and Christian stuff with him. Yeah. But, like, watching him take the little gay bit and just like own it like he killed that i thought it was great as a gay person i was living oh yeah kurt honestly yeah that was what i was gonna bring up i usually like gloss over the men's stuff but i did want to address kurt angle coming out and coming um, out coming out (laughs) (laughs) oh you look so good to me so um so so uh kurt comes out and he's like he's like hey 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 no, I have nothing against gay people. Gay people love me. Gay people love me. <laughs> I was like, I, the fact that I have never seen this like on Twitter as like a cut or anything. I was genuinely like first time watching that. And I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen Kurt Angle say. He's hilarious. <laughs> oh, and he's not wrong. I do have to correct <laughs> you on one thing because Kurt Angle does have the funniest moment in the history of WWE. And it is when he sang Jimmy Crack Corn on that guitar with Stone Cold. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Oh my God. So, um, so yes, yeah, so Kurt Angle. So funny in this segment. Um, but yeah, no. So, but but then we got a satellite um Zoom call. Uh, between Stephanie and Eric Bischoff. Um, and they have a face-to-face. And they're like, hey, how are you? How are you? How are you? How are your Bischoffs? How are your Bischoffs doing? 
Um, I love that she called him as Bischoffs. That's yeah, fantastic. Bischoffs. It was much better than like, what did they call? Oh, testicles. Yeah. They just kept saying testicles <laughs> oh, yeah, over testicles. and over. Testicles. <laughs> Balls. Uh, how's your scrotum? So, <laughs> so, so it's um, cold in here, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well so, then it cuts to a fan that's just like got a sign that's like got balls and I'm just like <laughs> they let that in obviously <laughs> that's, that's one of the protesters <laughs> <laughs> so, so I-O-W I-O-W so um, Stephanie's like listen um, and Bishop's like so what will your family think Stephanie when you have to engage in hot lesbian action um and stephanie's like it's all about cheap thrills for you bischoff but you know what if rosie and jamal win you, well billy and chuck will win but i accept but if rosie and jamal win and i have to perform hot lesbian action i just might like it i just might like it Icon. oh my god oh yes Icon. yes vicarious oh. icon yes oh my god i feel like this moment like for lesbians might have been something. So I need to hear from you lesbians. What did you feel? So, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how many lesbians listen to our show. I feel like it's actually, our, our, yeah, it's like probably, I don't know. I'm like, well, Hershey's like, on my couch and she's technically listening to me talk right now. So <laughs> that, that counts. <laughs> so, well, I do know, I do know that like, based on like our data, it's mostly men who listen to our show and I'm guessing none of them are interested in women. So oh. if you are our one straight listener, thank you. <laughs> Please tweet us. We want to meet you. You are an anomaly. <laughs> we'll make you a custom t-shirt. The only straight golden era podcast. Fan. There we go. I love <laughs> so, um, all right. So now it is time for Unforgiven. Um, <laughs> Do you know the theme song for this one, Jake? You're always yeah, so good with the theme it's, song. It's Adrenaline, and it's not on any streaming services, but I found it on YouTube. It's Adrenaline by Gavin Rossdale, who used to be married to Gwen Stefani. Oh. Um, who has had a vicarious slash bisexual moment, if you really He did? He did. Yeah. I didn't that know was, that. Yeah, like Ooh. someone came forward in the middle of their relationship <gasps> that was like good friends with him who had said that they, he, they were like lovers and for both men. Get it. Uh, oh. And that's why well, she went to is... the sticks. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I will find the most homophobic person I know to like <laughs> stop this. <laughs> so, so the theme is on the Triple X soundtrack if you want to pick it up at your local Sam Goody. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did Not actually enjoy this song. So, um, but uh, there was a really good, actually, won't lie. I used to love like a, like a movie soundtrack was like one of my like straight masks that I would put on because it was usually like a bunch of like rock music and Absolutely. I'm like love this remix of Bodies by Drowning Pool. <laughs> I was like in my head I was like yes same but then I thought of the first soundtrack I owned and it was the Charlie's Angels soundtrack. <laughs> oh iconic, iconic. Oh, so good. Smack my Ruby. bitch up. Literally, Groove was in the heart, baby. Yes! <laughs> oh my god, so fucking good. Oh, I, mean, I literally was just talking to someone yesterday about how I wish Cameron Diaz would return to acting just to do another Charlie's Angels. <laughs> I have said this. I was like, we can just crop dust the remake and act like it didn't Thank happen. You. They, you know, they showed their picture in it, like so. It's like adjacent. They so like did they could show their picture. Yeah, we can still have an MG. We can still 
it's Mick G or MCG or Mick G. We could still have a Charlie's Angels three. And imagine that soundtrack now, like so good. It would be. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. As long as we don't get any more Lana Miley Ariana combos, I don't need that. Oh, don't call me. Period. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are gonna hate me. It's in my top twenty-five most played on my phone. I do actually like. I will say when I watch. And okay, so this is my thing. I don't. I like that Charlie's Angels remake, like ironically, because I love Charlie's Angels so much, but. I mean, as soon as it does, no offense to the like tampon cur- commercial cutaway at the beginning, <laughs> where it's like hands up across the world, women. <laughs> it's so bad and it lost me so quickly. But they will randomly insert the instrumental to "Don't Call Me Angel" in that yes. movie, and I'll be like, "That's why I fell in love with it." It's fun. Well, you know, I was on vacation that week. I was on my honeymoon that week, and like my husband hates that song because it's all I played like that week. He's but over we're it. We're at the pool. This seems appropriate for like pool weather. The song's kind of okay, and then you get Lana that pops in. Oh. She's like, I don't know. Lana the words I gotta She sing. said, I am wearing angel wings. I don't want to be here. Like, I did a cop <laughs> last year. <laughs> <laughs> So, but I, I personally, I really love anything by Miley. She could like fart in a microphone. I'd be That's fair. So, I yeah. do love all of them separately, actually. Yeah. And that, but that really was one of those collabs that it seemed like if this was executed properly, it would be like a WAP for white women. But right. it was like instead like the the opposite. It was. I feel just like they weird. just took who they could get. Like I feel like they were oh. probably like, oh, we should get Cardi for this. Oh, Lana's available. Like the yeah. just have her phone number. Like, yeah. Literally. <laughs> like, oh, I would they should redo it. I would do it with like Megan, Dula Peep. Um I'd probably leave I I would love Miley in it, but I feel like Ariana would gel better with that group. I feel like we should get Charlie XCX oh, on the next. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie I'm biased. X, yeah, Charlie XX would actually like fit in perfectly for that. With the I Charlie's Angels vibe. Absolutely. I mean, she's Charlie. What's the song she has now that I love that she sampled that it's like one of my favorite songs from 2008? You're like, you'll never see me again. Uh, beg for you. Yes. 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 <laughs> she she sampled that and oh my god, I'm obsessed. Her and Rena Sawayama, so good. <sighs> So good. Okay, guys. All right. Well, all right. Sorry. We warned you. So yeah. um, <laughs> we started at Gavin Rossdale. So. <laughs> so, all right. We're at Unforgiven. I wasn't even aware Trish was getting a title shot, but she is. So. I don't think they mentioned it once on that no. Raw. But no. that is the that is where we are at with the bar being so low of like, yeah. oh, well, we're going to do the women's title match. And I will tell you, it did start a precedent. So from 2002 on, there was always a women's title match from here on. And that's why Unforgiven was always my favorite pay-per-view. I could always yes. expect a women's title match or a women's tag team match or something. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So I think this was, this was, it came out of nowhere. I mean, and even the outcome of this match was very random for me too, but um, we'll get into that. But um, Trish is challenging Molly Holly for the women's championship. Um, and this is like a little cute little fun gem of a match for me between them and i don't think a lot of people talk about it enough they need to because this match like the hits that trish took like face first off the steps holy shit yes there was Um, like one spot in this whole match that was there was only like one part that was wonky that i felt and like it it wasn't enough for it to be like oh i don't know it was just for me, this is one of my favorite matches from when I was younger that I, when mm-hmm. I was like deep diving of like the women's title history. 
And um, it's part of Trisha's legacy. I mean, when they, in her Unforgiven pay-per-view thing, you have the interview like that she has after this match yeah. cut over her big promo of her just saying she loves it and everything. It's just a... Uh, I don't know. It was random and it was, there was no story or anything. It was just like, okay, we're putting the title on Trish now, but like solid women's match in front of a huge crowd at a big pay-per-view. I was, I was very proud of it. I think what I really enjoyed the most about it was we had like respectable commentary. Like there was a little yeah. bit of like the King being like, Oh, Stephanie's going to be in hot lesbian action because yeah. you're going to get King saying something stupid. But a large majority of it was JR talking about how uh, much Trish has improved and how good she is in the ring. And I was like, I love this. They're making her seem legitimate finally. And nothing like really bad against Molly either about her body or like no. anything. I was just like, Oh, they're, they're focusing on the match. Have you guys ever seen that? Um, there's a, like, when Molly got out of the industry, there is, like, a at-home interview she did that was, like, it was maybe, like, 40 minutes long. It wasn't an RF video. It wasn't any of these, like, shoot interviews. It was, like, something she did specifically with someone that she knew. It was something on YouTube, but I looked for it since I saw it in the last two years, and it's gone. She talked in depth about... <laughs> she talked in depth about the how the you know the junk in the trunk thing became like Stephanie came up to her and was like hey um we're gonna like go with this way and eventually Molly was like okay that's fine and then when she watched the first match back the entire commentary was on you know King yeah being her butt's big her butt's big her butt's big and she without saying it in like 2022 terms she pretty much said like I dealt with so much things in my body image and my like self as a person who wanted to be a face in the company who had to be like turned heel because she was such a good worker like watching her in this match and knowing nothing was said about her butt I was like listening to that today and I was like I was just so happy because I yeah. was like from what I listened to and what she said it seemed like that was something she really didn't expect to be like a like part of her character at all like to, a, to an extent where it was like the butt the butt of the joke you it's know. it's very sad because like Joey and I have like briefly addressed it before where like we've heard that she didn't love her heel time and it makes sense though if it was especially this run um her second one I'd be interested to know more about yeah the but, second um, one I think she was more like she was like in it and they yeah. obviously gave her a long run so she was more she had more credibility I felt but right. this one was just like oh you're like this like uh, matronly like woman with right. kind of just it was just like the bottom of the barrel like we need someone to be the bad guy and Trish is so hot that she's immediately good and right. you're just this bad woman who's normal and has a big butt and it's like yeah. what it, it was so like it was just like so lazy and it's sad too for Molly because I feel like she's one of the few women actually because you hear all these wrestlers be like oh my god playing a heel is so much more fun it everything, is everything I've want her listening to with Molly is like I wanted to be like a baby face she wanted to be like Alundra Blaze like and when you and watch early Molly stuff it's like yeah naturally like if she could have kept her long hair and you know come out and really hit the Molly go rounds on like she was hitting on more like the dudes when she first yeah. came in and getting huge pops. Like I, well, I like I, even I, when you watch, do you guys remember old school when they used to do before they were superstars on like confidential and things like that? Mm -hmm. Like even when Molly was talking about like her beginnings and she was Starla Saxton and she was like, I just wanted to walk out there with my stars and be like, Oh, I'm oh. Starla. And everyone go, Oh, <laughs> Starla. Like she was, she wanted to be a baby face. Well, 
I think it's safe to say, though, she's, like, really won over the hearts of, like, women's wrestling fans. So if that's any consolation, you know, like, she's a baby face in our eyes, and we Absolutely. love her. Absolutely. And she's still producing banger matches yes. to this day. Like, and when I think of Molly Holly, she just... I mean, when you see anything that she is her speaking, it's just yeah. like the kindest woman. And when you hear anybody talk about her, they're just like one of the best women ever. And she's like, so sweet. Too. I don't know if you've had the pleasure of meeting her, but like she's got like a little bit of sass too, like in a good way. Like, oh, I can imagine. Yeah, she had, so like, it was so funny. I met her, uh, I met her once a few years ago, but I met her again in September this past year. And like, she was like barefoot. And I was like, okay. Um, and then like, I saw like these like gorgeous, like bedazzled superhero themed heels. And I was like, I was like, are these your shoes? And like, she's like, yeah. I was like, these are amazing. She's like, oh my God, thank you. I had them made for this. Cause like, you know, Mighty Molly. But like, she's like, but they're uncomfortable. <laughs> like, she said, I was like, like I was most like, of my heel run. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, was, I was like, well, I love the dedication. I think they're gorgeous. Um, so minimally. <laughs> minimally. So um, but yeah, no. So, but and she should, but honestly, though, back to this match, so she should be extremely proud of it because, like, even though she was dropping the title, I think she looked more like a star than Trish to me in this Oh, match. yeah. Has anyone ever countered the um, stratosphere into that a was my tree favorite of spot. before? Not into yeah. the tree of woe. I know several girls have thrown it or done yeah. something, but, like, I, that is one of those spots in this match that I was like, you have, like, that's the only time we've probably seen Trish in that predicament, and it looked vicious. She's, like, pulling on her arms, and it was great. Well, at first I thought it was going to be like her into it. Kind of was like almost a half crab that she put her Same. in on the yeah, top rope. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome, and really, like Molly did an excellent job of making Trish the underdog in this match. Um, like, because you wanted to see Trish win, you wanted to be like, be like, "Oh my god!" Like everything Trish has in her arsenal, Molly has a counter for it. Like, it's just like you—you you really felt like all hope was lost for Trish, mm -hmm. and then like to see Trish outsmart Molly and counter like one of her moves into one of Trish's signature moves. I love the, I love, first of all, I've seen that sequence before with like the men, but I think this was like one of the first times the women really got to do it. I love that like counter. Just the wheelbarrow bulldog. Oh, yeah. It's so it's beautiful. my favorite. Her and Molly actually did it in 2001 in one of Trish's like first oh, yeah. kind of oh, yeah, 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 show yeah. off matches. When but she I think it was when she was Survivor Mighty Series. Molly. I think it was yeah. when she was Mighty Molly. And I remember seeing that like back, like watching tapes and stuff and just being like, damn. Like that is yeah. like it's so quick, and obviously Molly's doing so much work to make it look as you know when oh, they yeah. go down, like it looks yeah. like Trish is like knocking her out, and it's great. You know the only thing I wish, and I because they were so close to the rope, I really wish that she would have just went into a satisfaction and back, but that like cool. yeah. that's so that like tiny. cool as well. Yeah, yeah. I I'm a, I I would have loved that. I was okay with the bulldog though. I feel like it looked impactful and it it seemed like it really caught Molly off guard that she was just like out like yeah. and stunned and Trish was able to outsmart her and pick up a victory out of nowhere. And that for me is like a real underdog thing to like outsmart the stronger like quicker more experienced person like at their own game. The crowd seemed genuine like I was watching yeah. it back the crowd seemed surprised. Like they were literally like I feel like when Trish won, like uh, there was people that like stood up and were like, "What?" Like, like didn't expect that to be what got the pin, but yeah. it was so swift. It was, it was great. It was a very, and like a lot of Trish's wins are very title wins are very feel good moments. Um, I like her one before this was a very feel good moment, and this was another one that was just like, 
so genuine in the emotion when she leaves the ring in the little interview. That interview is everything. Just because yeah. it's why was... they're cutting it over the packages, baby. It's so good. <laughs> I love this. And I love this. I go into that ring every night for moments like this. I love this moment. I love this. I love you, Trish. Like, we all <laughs> like love Trish. oh my god, it was—it's just so good. Like, I remember they edited it in the beginning of like her feud with Victoria thing, like for Survivor Series. It's oh like, yeah, it starts yeah. up with like sentimental music, and then it's. Trish and I were fitness models. So like, but so good and an iconic Trish Stratus. Unforgiven is her pay per view. Yeah. Oh, I she's never sorry. lost an Unforgiven. No. She's never lost an Unforgiven. Thing. Petition like, to bring Unforgiven back. Uh, we were saying this today. Back. We oh. were well, and I think NXT does it where they like yeah. you know they do vengeance and great, but it's not like I need an Unforgiven pay per view. See, I miss Unforgiven. No mercy. I I don't like the pay per views now where it's like the match is the name. I like to be surprised. I don't need it on a set schedule every year. Like I don't need a February Elimination Chamber. Surprise me. When's it gonna be? So exactly. the only <laughs> one that I don't mind being on a schedule is Money in the Bank, and that's bar none. See, yeah. I like Money in the Bank at Mania better. That's well. Now there's a women's one too. So. Yeah, I like yeah. that one being its own pay-per-view, but the rest of them, like, I don't need Hell in a Cell to be a pay-per-view. Like, that's not a thing. No, me either. No. We were at, me and Chelsea were talking about this today. It really does take the the pizzazz out of it. I know they did it just because they wanted to cut down on, like, you know, at a point, they were doing more than one Hell in a Cell a year. Like, yeah. when, when it was the main match, that's why they did the Elimination Chamber to kind of, like, switch things up. But it's like, after a while, if you're doing a Hell in a Cell every three months, four months, it is kind of losing the allure. But sure. you could still, they don't need to be named Great Balls of Fire, but you could right. literally still come up with a cool name. Right. Some of these- <laughs> I like Great Balls of Fire, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> My little brother used to like come up with his own names for his like figure fed pay-per-views. I remember like one was like WWF targeted. So I was like, are you just like naming them Sear- store names? Like I was like WWF Sears. WWF triggered. Cause of fire will forever live in my brain just because of the pose of like Alexa Bliss CGI in front of a plane. Just like you shake my nerves and you rat on my brain. My least favorite thing, and I think I personally, I assume we can all agree, it's as as people who love the older pay-per-view names, they said, you know what? I know you want that. So we're going to do the opposite. We're going to give you WrestleMania backlash. Oh, oh I hate girl. That. Girl. Oh, it makes me so <laughs> mad. Uh-uh. None of that. I was like, this is stupid to me in every yeah. possible way. Yeah. I just, uh, I hate it. I, I, but yeah, I really miss the, I miss stages that had creativity like i just i miss all of it and i get like they're on a budget or whatever i don't care like (laughs) like bring back the blackberry from cyber sunday i need it okay like (laughs) i need to see candace michelle watch on a keyboard like Exactly that. <laughs> the one that I really miss is I miss the old no mer- the swinging hooks that were oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah. Ooh, the, my favorite. I love when they had pay per views at Madison Square Garden and they like like Royal Rumble. They had the cab hanging off the thing. Like it's just like I love like WrestleMania is the only one we get creativity, and that's even like somewhat creative. And now I feel like compared to old WrestleManias, like WrestleMania goes Hollywood was so camp, obviously, yeah. and like there's certain ones where it's like now. 
even their creativity of WrestleMania for me is boring. Yeah, I, like this year, everyone was like, "The stage is so cool." I was like, "It's a stupid star." Like, it is a, I it's said, in it Dallas is a stage. for the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, I was like, I'm over it. Also, like you overused the cheerleaders. Like one night would have been fine. <laughs> like, so. what this, bring the Nitro Girls back. Bring the Nitro Girls back. <laughs> like, I like we are the Nitro Girls. I'm six, not going to say, <laughs> I can't say anything about the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders because they straight up did a synchronized can-can into a split. And I was like, that was, I was, that was like, iconic. That I will say, that was, here's my thing. I just would have, one night would have been fine with them. I didn't need them both nights. I think it was like, it was for me, it was also like Stone Cold. I could have been fine with him one night. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah. maybe it's just me. I don't know. No, but, I agree. I think, I think it takes away from the, yeah, you know, the allure. Right. So, but whatever. The allure? You mean like the allure that um, Pat McAfee is stronger than Austin Theory, but not 70-something-year-old Vince McMahon? No, Vince was giving brittle vibes. It was like, (laughs) girl, do not touch him. He will fall over. No, that was so... Joey, you'll know what I'm talking about. He reminded me of like, you know, like the worm person in the wheelchair in Spongebob. (laughs) (laughs) Get in here, you lazy Mary, and start rubbing me with the chocolate. (laughs) What are they selling? (laughs) (laughs) It was. The thing was, is like the only thing that it didn't even really save it for me. The Stone Cold didn't save that segment for me. me The only thing was, is that in my head, I was like, well, it's his company. He can do whatever yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. The thing that saved that segment was um knocked out Pat McAfee still oh, yeah, chugging was, beer on the he floor. Was, he was my favorite part of that segment. It was just like I mean it was it's tough, like I, I won't lie, I did love this year's WrestleMania, but um I think for the women for me, like oh. well obviously, but like um but like it's just like everyone's like, yeah, like the stone cold stuff. I was like, I was like, I wasn't ever big like stone cold person like i was like it's i exciting. love stone cold but really? i i i will tell i do love stone cold i love deborah <laughs> i love deborah i do love stone cold for like you know the moment in wrestling sure. what i when i realized he was on because i we we shot a music video one of the nights so i was like uh-huh. busy but i i went back and watched and when i realized not one but both nights had a, a, a steve austin moment i was like this isn't like this does, this doesn't make it like a main event I or agree. anything. I agree. I think the one night, the first night would have been great, awesome, cute little send off, and then like I was like, but like I was like, oh, we're doing this again. Yeah, let's be like, real. The <laughs> true highlight of that match was still Austin Theory's butthole. The Austin Theory's butthole. Period. <laughs> his like his little graphics on the side of the cell phone. It should have just been like his butthole. Like like like, like he, when <laughs> the only time they showed him at Monday when me Joey and everybody were there was him and he was doing a selfie and he was like. I looked at my boyfriend and I go, I am triggered and I know you know why. (laughs) (laughs) Butthole down. So, all right. So, anyway. Okay. So, speaking of buttholes, it's now time for some hot lesbian action. So, um, all right, guys. So, Billy and Chuck lost the match, probably because they changed their music to something. I didn't include it in the clubs, but it's not the Rico music anymore. It's like Ooh. some generic crap. Um, but Steph, Eric Bischoff is in the ring and he's like, oh, Stephanie, I've been thinking about this tonight. You're going to have a, like a little menage a trois. So like there's two girls in the ring who look like they could be from the Diva Search. Yeah. Um, like I was like, I hope they tried out. Like um, so um, 
And Stephanie comes out, love her little leather jacket. Um, doesn't go with the skirt, but that's fine. Um, so, <laughs> and she, um, the two girls. Skirt like, Stephanie? Have, skirt, skirt <laughs> Stephanie. Oh well, my God. I hope this one's wearing panties. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, the girls take their tops off and I, Michelle's like, oh, ladies, why don't you help Stephanie with hers? So um, they take her jacket off. They're like, oh, she looks tense. Why don't you give her a back rub? And Stephanie looks so uncomfortable. She's just like standing there like a cardboard cutout, like getting like prodded. And it's like not even like a back massage. It's just like them like TSA checking her. Like. (laughs) She's clean. She's good. Like. I was just like, I was like, okay. Um, so then <laughs> just sitting there. I've got pre-check. <laughs> Vince, Vince just grabbed both of those women before they walked through Gorilla and he goes, if you make my daughter look like a lesbian, you will be finished in this town. <laughs> <laughs> then don't put her in a blazer, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> so so Bishop is like. He's like, wait, 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 I changed my mind. I changed my mind. So um, the Miller Lite catfight girls go try to leave. And like, he's like, oh. <laughs> he grabs Stephanie by the arm. And he's like, wait, 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 not you, not you. You know, I want this to be the most humiliating experience of your life. So I worked hard, hard to find the fattest ugliest and this is his words lesbo i could find i thought no what the way he built that up i was like he's gonna say the d word yeah oh so yeah no ready for it just rearing i was like i was like oh my god i was like i was like if they didn't edit this on the network i'm pissed (laughs) like so like um so i was like i'm gonna call rebecca to write a letter for me so um so he's about to um He's like, he, he's found the ugliest he could find. And a large woman in all purple, very grimace of McDonald's-esque comes out. Was um, there a mole? Was there a mole? There was a mole. I knew it. Um, there the, was... the moment they walked out, though. Like, maybe it pulled the straights, but every case all that person walk out, they went, that's drag queen, Maury. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, that's Kishi Waters. <laughs> so, so they get out. Um, and um, Stephanie is like repulsed. She's like, what is this? And Bishop is like cackling. And he's like, Stephanie, meet Hildegard. <laughs> Does not- your antiperspirant not hold up? Try Hildegard. <laughs> Hildegard. <laughs> So, um, she's not just a lesbo, she's done prison time. She's just not a lesbo. Uh oh. She's done prison time. <laughs> 2002, mama. Wow. I, was like, I was like, oh my God, it's Teresa Giordice's cellmate. Oh, <laughs> so, um, was she who assaulted Maurice in Bed Bath and Beyond? <laughs> wait, can I just wait? I am really disappointed in a lot of our listeners right now. Can I just say, I had so many people, I put this in my story the other day, I had so many people message me, is this real? When did this happen? I'm like, you don't know the Maurice lesbian Bed Bath and Beyond tweet. I'm like, um, educate. 
So, <laughs> so um, uh, I actually almost put that on a shirt when I met her, and I regret not doing it. But <laughs> I regret you not doing it. I'm gonna do it next time I have the opportunity to meet her. So, um, so anyway, so Stephanie Hildegard approaches Stephanie, and like they're like putting the tongue out and stuff. Um, and they go up to each other, and then they start kissing hardcore, and Stephanie is grabbing that ass like <laughs> go for it yeah I was, I was like hey she said she might like it so you know and bishop's like what the hell so he was expecting her to have her hildegard up yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so hildy backs off and then like super kicks the shit out of eric bishop that was Strong pretty oh like, yeah damn and then um, in another face reveal, it is not Hildegard. Um, it is Rikishi. <laughs> um, his did not peel as smoothly as Eric Bischoff's did. No. <laughs> like, I was like, it's still kind of there. Yeah, and- <laughs> it was definitely still caked on. And like Stephanie has like Heath Ledger, the Joker face, like with the big yeah, red lipstick everywhere. <laughs> like, I want to know how I got these scars. <laughs> 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 so so um she's like directing traffic and like throws bishop into the corner and he gets the stink face and she's like yeah so, like um bishop like rolls out of the ring and then stephanie and rikishi do some of the most awkward and uncomfortable dancing I've ever seen, but <laughs> we dance like white people. Bam, it was just like, nail, nail. I think it was like Stephanie realized her skirt was a little shorter than she thought, so she's like also trying not to get too low and like, like be like, yeah. <laughs> she, raise the roof, exactly. <laughs> raise Come the roof. Smackdown series. <laughs> so, so SmackDown gets the win. There will be no HLA tonight. Um, just Bischoff eating ass. So, I give um, that segment an HLA plus. <laughs> there we go. So crazy, unforgiven, a new women's champion, um, a new woman, Hildegard. So. A, new, a new woman in the divas roster. <laughs> It's kind of fun, though, because you had yeah. Hildegard, the lesbian, and then later on, you had Santina, the lesbian. <laughs> I won't lie. Although this segment was super cringe, I didn't hate it. I'm sorry. I, I mean, for me, it was the same moment I had watching Stephanie kick Eric in the groin. Yeah. Like, forgetting that that part happened. I was literally like, I don't remember where this goes. Like, I know I've seen this, but I don't remember. And when... Kishi guard walked out. I was literally just like, "Oh my god, I forgot how camp this shit is." Like, yeah, I, it was it was perfect, right? It was really good. I really really enjoyed it. Um, and I think especially because like we've had to deal with like Bishop being such a shit lately. Yeah. Like it was just like, oh good, he's getting what he what he deserves. Right. Like you know. So yeah, crazy crazy stuff. Um, yeah. So I I've forgiven them for the stuff the past few weeks so <laughs> the lesbians haven't so the lesbians have not iow trish and molly has. and catering ha- did not but it's like <laughs> <laughs> they could have even like dressed them up as like samantha miles people and like had them right like, you could have like think about the things you could have done with like 
even just Trish or someone else involved in the women's roster and all of that. Like, like focus on a woman. Like, be mean to a woman. Molly, like a segment with Molly complaining about it too to them. Like, been like, oh, Molly would have been like, yeah, she should have been the leader of the IOW, but yeah. then, then it would have put her in the position for everybody to like when Stephanie comes out, everyone's yeah. like, oh, wait, we hate Molly. Or so. it's like Molly tries to protect Bischoff and like Stephanie like slapped her like like there were so many things that her. could have been <laughs> utilized here. That is something it's we know. So many, so many missed things. Oh, but all right. But it was great to see a women's title match at least on a pay-per-view. So we're excited about that. And this is the first women's title change on pay-per-view we've had since Survivor Series. So that's awesome too. Oh, oh my god, did you guys? I mean, you guys must have. Did, was there even a point to review SummerSlam last month? For oh, we did it. Oh, we there was um because they had the Trish save and Lillian Garcia like attacked Howard Finkel. Oh, so Howard like, Finkel moment. Yeah, yeah. Of all the things we could, get. yeah, <laughs> She's not even yeah. the champion at yeah. that point. That's why so, we another reason we opted to have guests after that. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, give, give us something to talk about. Yeah, exactly. All right, so um, it is now time. I don't know if you're in the figurine world at all yes. right now. I, I don't, I'm not like in any like groups or anything, but I mean, Joey saw my collection. I mean, I have yeah. Riku, Kyrie, and Payne right behind me. But Love I it. Have, I have my whole entire like, well, I'm like, does this Oh, count? yes. Absolutely <laughs> counts. Oh. I have, I have a whole little section over by my other window. Oh, I do want to talk about statues. One it's one. vast and it's lovely. I love it. I'll um, send you a picture. Yes, please do. Um, well, this week we're going to talk about for figure this. Figure this, this, this. Um, we're going to talk about the hardest figure it was for you to find. Okay. And have you ever found it? I, I want to start can, it I off, actually. This, so let's do it. Um, I want to start off by shouting out listener Matt, who finally got me my Marlena figure. Woo! Um, I have, if you play with her ever, so my finisher for her, because she's like, she's very limited. She's and, got no I mean, she has no legs. They're she's basically a Happy Meal toy. Like, <laughs> like, like her finisher, because her she's very busty. Is she would I would have her grab with the one hand that doesn't have the cigar. She mm -hmm. would grab her opponent and shove their face into her boobs and like fall back. So okay, it's called so, the boob buster. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got it, got it, exactly. <laughs> got it. Boob buster, hard landing. So, <laughs> <laughs> so okay. <laughs> So are we all showing our hardest to find figures? Do we have them all? Mine's not with me. Okay, um, I have mine. Can I go grab mine? Yeah, go you? grab her. Okay, I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh wait, but they did find... Oh. oh, I love that everyone's got figures they found. Yeah, no, right, though? Like, sometimes these are tragic. Yeah, they're really hard to find sometimes, especially when you can't like, find them on eBay for a cheap price. No, well, they floor. never are. Not okay. Like, oh, no, they fall? Your girl fall? Oh. Okay. Um... Is so, women's title okay? Women's title's fine. Great, great. Um, so this is my favorite Lita fit. Um, and it is her Bad Blood. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So um, it was my favorite, one of my favorite fits that she ever wore. And when I went on my little spree in November, I was very much like, I'm going to get every Lita figure I've ever wanted. And I remember when I was little, obviously, I think I actually would, I would take the Victoria heads out and put them on other bodies because oh, okay. I, and I would make that my Victoria's the Lita's. 
So yes. okay, I, I would, I would, you know, I, I make it work, but I never had a Lita. So now I have like oh. all my favorite Litas and this was the one I always wanted. And she's finally here. She's home. So. Oh, I love that one. That one's <laughs> such a good figure. My fave. She's you know, gorgeous. Gorgy. I, I can go next. Um, so my hardest figure to find is um, off the ropes, Stacy Keebler, which it was a <laughs> Walgreens exclusive. Is that where she's like doing the hips? It, no. So the, I love the hip figures. I know. The, I know that one. This one. So this was her only like ruthless aggression body style, like where like she's in her like black ring gear. And oh. this is like the only Stacy in like ring gear. It's kind of basic. It's just like. Is it the black top? Black yeah. Bottom? Yeah. Okay. It's like really nothing exciting going on. It's the same as the Lita figure, but with. Yeah. No with, pants. With, with, yeah. Okay. No pants. But I was like, I was like, oh, I need it because Stacy. Exactly. I love Stacy Keebler. Um, well, and, and that would have had the mobility. To, right. Like, to absolutely. Play with, obviously. Like, so, like, I would, like, I came out in, like, 2005, so I'd, like, you know, go to the pharmacy and be, like, hmm, let me see, like, just, like, swing by, and, like, people would, like, walk by, I'm, like, no, just, um, I'm not getting toys, I'm here for, um, Accutane, and, like, run away, like. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, I'm actually really looking at the Batista figures that they have here, so. <laughs> love, love that belly button tattoo, so. <laughs> so um, but, like, <laughs> every time I would go. First of all, Walgreens is not a toy store. It's so not. they would never have her. There'd be like children's toys, like pails for the sand. Like, like you're never. just like, where's your WWE section? They usually have one. <laughs> like there'd be like maybe, maybe like a random like John Cena or something like but that. But it'd be one of the ones where their arms don't do they don't move yeah, their elbows. Yeah, like, like, like the shitty shitties. Yeah. Um yeah. so it took me forever to find. And then like years later, it was like two years after the figure came out. I was at like a Walgreens, not where I lived in like central Jersey. And I was like, I will just like peek to see. And there was one like buried like in the back. And I was like, shut up, shut up. Cause like, this is like, this is like pre like me knowing how to operate eBay and a credit card. Like, 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 so I was just like, I would not know that was an option. And I was like, Oh my God. So I like ran to the front, ran through a Walgreens to the front, grabbed some Mentos, and then purchased her. <laughs> I will tell you, I so if we're talking like back in the day figures I always wanted that I actually did find, um, I could buy them now. Obviously, she's right. not that hard to find. Like she is online for a price, obviously. Right. But when I was like young, young, I was like. So I would say I started watching 2005, like actively. And then I did enjoy the Candace, Michelle, Melina feud oh, when Candace yes. won her title. I was actually really on board the Candace, Michelle train. Same, so same. I, yeah. I was living ah, her little scream. See, oh, I used to rip open my jacket. like, when they gave her the like circuit gay party remix, I was literally like, I don't know why, but I love this. Like, yeah, <laughs> over there dancing to it yes (laughs) but the thing is is like i i got really lucky we had um in the middle of northern michigan nowhere like we would never get the women's action figures i remember whenever i had women's action figures it was like i had a leftover trish as a divas dodgeball action figure from like a random trip we took to the south and like saw toys r us and stopped and there was like I would have little ones here and there and then I wouldn't have any of the girls, but they, for some reason they gave us both the Melina in her blue 
crunch like it was like our blue leopard outfit yeah and they had candace in the same i think it was near the same pack where it was candace in her like red um, yeah yeah her red little like sexy pants and shit. yes the yeah. pants and everything and then that was close to the lita or not the lita the melina like luchador outfit yeah. as well we had that. those three near me and i remember being like I've struck gold. Like <laughs> I never would have thought we would have got any of the girlies. Oh, that makes me happy. Um, but if we're talking like figures that are hard to just find, period, number one on my list is Ashley Massaro. Oh, hers is very hard. I, hers I, is like $300 on eBay for the one, yeah. the good one of her. It's yeah. literally so expensive. I was like, I love you, girly, but I can't yeah. do that right now. I still, I bring it up frequently just because of how mad it makes me. But me, remember the like attack, like in our minds, we had Jake when I found that one eBay listing of like just different parts of figures for customs. And there were so many Ashley Massaro pieces in there. And I was like, who ripped these figures apart? The fuck ripped her legs off and is like selling them like this. Like, do you know what you're doing? Oh. Oh, The, the only child. time I've seen the one where it's like her and her backwards hat, I think SmackDown era Ashley. Yeah. Like that was the only time she got a good figure, I think. Um, yeah. It literally is three to four hundred dollars. Well, and it's day. the problem is, is like a lot of the women from that era too, they didn't have the confidence to put them in stores. So they were all like internet exclusives. Yeah. Yes. So there's like a limited stock of them. And all the, all the kids that were actually freaking out over them couldn't use credit cards. At the right. Time, so. Oh my God. <laughs> I, wait, I tried to buy like the Christy Hemi with my dad's credit card and didn't there know what There was a Christy Hemi? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's it, good. She's really good. It looks just like her. Which outfit? Uh, the red outfit from WrestleMania. Oh, Okay, I was um, expecting WrestleMania. And the skirt is like real fabric. Um, it's also your like Lita body. How have like, I never? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. How have I never seen that ever? It's so good. Um, yeah, no, you wouldn't. It's like really. It was an internet exclusive, so like it wasn't like one that was top of mind. It was, right. And like unless like you were like buying the women or like and it, what was the website? I think it was like WrestlingSuperstore.com, which really like, yep. used to be like ringside, like mm, from the back of the old school like yeah, magazine. Yes. Um I used to like try to order figures from there and I would send cash in the mail. <laughs> like, yes. like did it work? Like, one time it did. One time. You're like, like the other times I just lost money. No, but... <laughs> I, I I did. I lost like two hundred dollars once. Like and oh, I was no. really upset. Um and then I was really pissed one time because like I was ordering like a Ken Shamrock or something, but they sent me the wrong one and I was really upset about it. <laughs> you are gay. <laughs> <laughs> so. I will say, it, you're, since we're having this figure talk, I literally don't like, I mean, me and Joey definitely, I know Joey likes figures and you actually gave me, you're the first person to ever give me women's action figures when we oh. went to our brunch uh, last year. But like, I uh, actually that ignited something in me, and now you see my my little collection. But it is, um, I think, the first women's figure I ever got. It was such slim pickings that it was like you could only get a woman if she was in one of those triple threat packs with yep. two other men. And I think Trish was like the only one with Christian and Tyson. Tonto. Oh, that's a good one, the purple Trish. Yes, yeah, yeah. Or was it purple? I was it purple. It's the but, but her legs barely somewhere. moved. I think. Oh yeah, it she was, has like the so the body they gave her for that is Molly Holly's body. Um, See, this is the deep cuts I don't know. Yeah. So, so I love I love knowing this. <laughs> so um, they gave her, I think it was it's like either like, 
purple or blue or I don't. It's like a, it's a it's a color. It's a color. <laughs> She's not nude. I think she, so the one I got, she was in her basic or it was like the it was these literally these black pants just without the X's. And okay. she had oh, her hundred oh, percent the, the crop top. I know what yeah, you're talking she about. Had yeah, the crop top. Okay. And then re- eventually she became referee Trish in my yeah. like little group because I lost both pieces of clothing. And- <laughs> <laughs> I really now that we're talking about like Trish real quick, I really want like a lacy Trish. Like, you know, like her like lacy lingerie, like pants. I have and, it. Like, like I- wait, they made her? <laughs> What it? What I'm so curious about what's about yeah, to come I, I, onto the screen. Like, I, I want to see what he's bringing. This is going to be so interesting. Wait, what is this, honey? No, oh. but I love her too. Is this not it? Okay, <laughs> no, okay. No, you know. Okay, so she, it's like an outfit, but I do love that figure though. That's a good one. I just immediately when you said Lacey Trish, I just pictured her like last year you're, where she was always in the lace. Spot on. You're honestly spot on, and my description was not very good. Um, it, it, <laughs> you it want brown panties, Trish? Bron- you want her in her panties? It's like one she. <laughs> She wore like in one of the video games, I think, too. It's like it's like a see-through outfit, and it's like black lace. She oh, I know what outfit you're talking. Yeah, about. in 2003, she wore it a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, lacy trick. Yeah, like, lacy. Oh, trick. I I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's like brown. It's like a yeah, brown, yeah. Like, See, I really want that outfit. Which I, I don't know if they would make because it's risque. But... I don't know if they ever made that, but I do. I always will remember that outfit because in. I have 100% satisfaction and guarantee the DVD over there. Yes. And what I will always remember from that is when Stone Cold hops in her little thing and he's like, I like the little lace number you had on last week. <laughs> and it's like, and it, it, like that outfit, I will always remember it because I'm like, I'm pretty sure Stone Cold just like hit on her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Trish Stratus. He was trying to get stratified. I mean, oh, weren't my we God. all? I mean, true story. Oh, well, I'm glad all of our figure dreams came true. Um, except Ashley Massaro. Except Ashley Massaro. But we will find her. It is now my goal. I, do you you have eBay watch alerts out for her? Yeah. But I mean, the watch thing just tells my it's bank just, account that I can't afford it. Yeah. yeah. I will tell you that she's the one that I've been like, oh, I really want her. But I have I've chosen to not pay over $200 for a single singular figurine. Just wait. There's going to be some idiot who doesn't know what they have. Who has no idea and oh, their kid just had oh, it left over. Oh, in yeah. I, I've come, I've gotten some figures that, like, you, it takes a while to wait, but, like, there's people who, like, have no idea that they have gold and, like, will be selling, like, a really rare one for, like, pennies. Like... Oh, fingers crossed. I need All to right. get on this little watch list. Honestly. Yeah, no, honestly, like, I have, like, a million, like, eBay watch. Most of them are for, like, ring gear. Like, I actually mm-hmm. just got one right before this. But I don't know if I want it. Like, Ivory's ring gear, like, with... Mm-hmm. That she wore in, like, 2003. Um, When she beat... she, I think it's when she was in the Battle Royale, but she wrestled... She beat... um. La, 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 la. Like Jasmine the- a lot. You know, I just oh. said, Joey, I wanted the purple gear. It's, like, the denim version of that gear. Oh, like okay. the whole, I get you. You know what I'm talking about? It's you can wear it at Bad Blood. It's got like the holes on the side and stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, um, do you like tops or bottoms? <laughs> it's just, well, you it's, have a lot of China gear, though. I gosh. have, um, I have China's outfit from her last match, last match in TNA, right? In TNA, yes. Yeah, um, I remember her, seeing that on your feed, and I was yeah. just like, that's so fucking cool. Um, that that's my like pride and joy. I have that. Um, I have Layla's gear from Bragging Rights. Who's uh, right behind you? This is Layla, and then that's I have Layla. Nikki, then I have. Oh, Nikki Bella, Nikki Bella from WrestleMania 32 when she came out with the neck brace on. And then her outfit from SummerSlam said, is over there. 
Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. And she's like stiffies. Um, <laughs> and then her outfit from SummerSlam when she turned on Brie is over there. And Beautiful. Her shoes, um, you can kind of see them from WrestleMania when mm-hmm. John Cena proposed her over here. Um, and one of her capes when she used to wear the silver with Brie. And then in oh, my ba- me too. In my bathroom over here, I have one of Tori Wilson's gears. Um, when she wrestled Beautiful. Melina, I love ring gear. But like, I'm wait, like, like the SmackDown episode, like the one it's, time um, she wrestled. Oh no, no, Molina. not that one. No, it's from um a 2007 match they had when like Melina was doing taking on all the Playboy girls. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So um, so from that. But, um, okay. yeah, but I'm always looking for, like, ruthless aggression and everything. I'm debating getting this ivory one because I kind of want to save the spot. I want to put it in in case any of Stacey's ever pop up. Because um, mm. that is one I really want. So, yes. So, Absolutely. Um, they have – I actually am debating buying it too. Miss Kitty's outfit from when she used to dress as China is out. Someone's – and I'm like – That's, like, the only outfits of hers I care about. So. Same. But that's, that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, do I want – it's, like, the sleeve shirt. I'm like, I was like, do I want this? I was like – In 2022, do I want this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, like, my thought process too. I'm like, I'm like, I was like, I don't know if I want – like, when I go to get this frame, they're going to be like, what the fuck? They're going to be like, <laughs> what? Yeah. But I also – we know the background. I know. Right. I mean. Exactly. Exactly. So, but, like, normal people who come into my home are going to be like, the fuck. Like, <laughs> so, um, well, now you're inspiring me. I'm gonna start keeping eye outs for ring gear for these little moments. It's like, honestly, like, I keep like, I have a separate account just for ring gear in case any I really want pops up. Like, That's I'm not okay. even fucking kidding. I love it. So, love all, right. It. all right, okay. So, um, so, Rekno, we love you. Where can our listeners find you? So, you can find me on, you know, all the normal social apps. Uh, it is Twitter, Instagram. It's all Rekno. I just started streaming on Twitch. It's a Rekno sound. I will be streaming WW2K, 2K22, live streams of just me, you know, having women's championship tournaments, all that good stuff, streaming women's wrestling and talking about it. Um, really starting to try to get into that. Me and Joey talked about that this week. Yes, I love um, that. He, you mentioned a, a a pool viewing party where we just do all the mud and pool matches that have ever existed. Um, that is something that I'm really trying to plug. And then you know I'm on all streaming services: Spotify, Apple Music, Title, probably. I don't know. Um, <laughs> But I can't thank you guys enough for having me. For real, it's been a pleasure. Oh, love you. Honestly, like this has been like such a highlight, and like like Joey has like brought your name up a few times and be like, all right, when we do guests, like we'll definitely have Rek now. And I appreciate that. I'm, so no, much. for real. Like honestly, it's just like, well, you're good vibes, you're good people, and like you know, like we want this to be something too, where like our listeners can also discover someone also very amazing that they may Absolutely. not know about, and mm-hmm. everyone needs to know who you are. So I appreciate <laughs> that. Well, I will be doing the same uh, for. There are like it's. I mean, most of the people that I'm posting to are like know me from the electronic music. Sure, and of course. This this scene that I've been really di- like I've been in forever. But like uh, then I'll have random people who are like, oh my god, I love women's wrestling, or like yes! we'll, yes! we'll see it. And, like they're also gay and have no idea any of this exists for all of us. And mm. so I really appreciate that I can even just put that out there as a, someone who cares so much about it. So thank you guys oh, for giving me. That. Of course, honey. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Um, Joey, where can people find you? <laughs> Sobbing on the floor after that. <laughs> <sweet day. laughs> but you can find me at Joey underscore Mayberry, Instagram and Twitter, Joey.Mayberry on TikTok. Also check out Ring the Bell because Ring the Bell's amazing and we're going to be on there all the time. 
also um, go ahead and um, oh, I don't have anything else to plug. This is a short I week do. for me. I do for you. And if you're on WW2K22, you're going to go into the creative community content. And you're going to go download hashtag RTB Joey. And you're going to go download Joey Mayberry. Do you have a on... person? Did someone make you? Someone made me. Oh my someone God, wait, send him. me pictures. That's so cute. I'm going to, I will send pictures actually in the group chat because I forgot to download it yesterday and I will download it today. <laughs> Yay! Because I don't have a way to play 2K22. So please I got send you. it to me. We're going to make you my heavyweight champion because Aww. no men get you used in this game at all <laughs> <laughs> amazing um you guys can um find me on the insta at uh did you wait did you plug your socials did i miss that <laughs> yeah i did yeah. jake where can the people find I'm, you sorry no no i got like hung up on the creator joey <laughs> Create a Joey. I Create love a that. Joey. Um, you guys can find me on Insta at uh, Jake, Jacob Smith on Twitter at Jake isn't Jacob. Also, please follow our show, Golden Era underscore or gold. Fuck, Golden Era <laughs> underscore. Uh, wait, no. Am I doing it right? Golden. Actually, uh, tell me because I really was trying to tag Golden Era today on Instagram and I didn't. Know. Yeah, it's well, Golden well, Era underscore pod. Underscore pod. Okay. okay. Sorry, Chris set up the account like years ago and who used to be on the show. <laughs> I should probably change it. <laughs> so, all right. Um, also, um, if you're on Apple, um, leave us a review. Five stars is the best. It helps us move up in those power rankings. Um, also, like, share, subscribe. Um, Joey, anything else? Oh, no. Joey literally. Oh, no. At the end of the <laughs> <laughs> he said, Stop it. It's creative. Right now. <laughs> Jesus, Matt. <laughs> All right, she's done prison time. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> I'm surrounded by a horde of lesbians.